Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits. Would you ever report somebody for social welfare fraud? We got an interesting email from a listener. And it says, hi, Niall. I know you detest social welfare fraudsters. God, you know me too well. Just as much as I do. Which is why I'm sending you this email. My neighbour is currently on disability allowance and is out of work for years. Her husband is her carer. And I can say categorically, there is absolutely nothing wrong with this woman in the slightest. She minds her grandchildren every day while our grown-up kids work. I regularly see her out doing her gardening uh, when the weather is good. There is nothing stopping this woman from doing some work. But instead, she stays at home, gets paid by the state, and so does her husband. I work my ass off every day to keep a roof over my family's head. It really annoys me to see the neighbour get away with this scam while I'm working hard to barely end, make ends meet. Uh, they are going on holiday this year too. She told my wife one day uh, while they're out in the garden that she's heading off to Lanzarote with her husband for two weeks. The state is paying for that too. I'm getting sick of this. And each day I become more frustrated. Frustrated. I feel like I want to report her for social welfare fraud. I am the only, uh, only one step away from doing it. My wife said uh, she wouldn't do it because she thinks it would be bad karma, ah, like Helena, and could possibly bring unnecessary trouble if they ever found out. I was wondering, has any of your listeners ever reported somebody for social welfare fraud, or should I do it? Now, should, or like Helena and the emailer, would it bring you bad karma? Would you report somebody? If you knew, and... The amount of people fraudulently claiming disability is unreal. We don't talk about it because we daren't. People claiming, oh, you can't be picking on the disabled. You can't pick on them. Of course, there are many people in this country, thousands of people in this country, who are genuinely disabled and find it very difficult to get work because there isn't very, well, we're really bad when it comes to providing work for people with disability. But we're talking about people scamming disability. And there is a vast amount of people in this country who are claiming a disability benefit who are quite capable of going to work. Who are not, there are those who are not even disabled at all. Some disabilities are quite hard to prove. You know, you can go to a doctor and get away with claiming you have a disability. It's quite easy nowadays. Some disabilities are not diagnosable by blood tests. I want to know what you think. And, of course, if you're married and you have a disability, well, then your partner, as long as they're not working, can claim a carer's allowance for looking after you with your disability. So there's a lot of money to be made if you know how to do it. And some people know how to do it. And, you know, I'm not saying you live the life of Riley, but you will live a reasonably comfortable lifestyle when you've got, you know, two kind of sets of benefits coming into the house. And then also you get all the other benefits to go with it, medical cards and rent allowances and fuel allowances and... So, I mean, you could do you could do okay. It's like having, you know, a job, I suppose, in some sense. Some people actually on disability and on benefits are, cl- are getting more money than people who are working. And I want to know, A, if you think it's fair, but secondly, would you report somebody? There is a hotline that you can ring, social welfare or the revenue, and report somebody if you believe. By the way, just to mention that, CAB are actually in the news tonight asking people to report people. That if you, pardon me, if you know somebody who's living a lifestyle that's not conducive to the salary they should be earning, that you should report them to cab. Like if the guy down the road, you know, is working in a fast food restaurant, but he's driving a Lamborghini, there's something going on, isn't there? I mean, recently there has been people in this country murdered who are unemployed, allegedly, unemployed, inverted commas, and when they die, they have like 100 grand, 200 grand in their bank accounts. 
we all know that that money was got from ill-gotten gains. So they're asking people to report people so it helps them with their investigation. But anyway, back to this particular situation. Would you report somebody if they were blatantly screwing the system? Now, I'm not talking about the lad that's doing a nixer here and there to, you know, put a bit of food on the table, pay a bill. That's fine. Look, it's illegal. I know it's illegal and I shouldn't really be saying it's fine on radio, but it is fine. You know, a lot of people have done it and, you know, nobody's going to refuse 40 quid's worth of work every now and again, you know, if it pays an extra bill. Uh, you know, and yeah, you're supposed to run into the social welfare and say, listen, I got a day's work. Can I tell you about it? You know, but nobody really does that. If it's only a day's work and it's probably cash in their hand. And I think the revenue commissioners will accept that there is a black economy. And the black economy is probably needed in some sense. But not on an ongoing basis, i.e. if somebody's claiming the dole and working full time and paying and getting cash. That's something worth reporting because they're taking money from taxpayers. I want to know, would you report somebody if you thought the neighbour down the road on disability, like this listener, was gammon and the husband is claiming a carer's allowance and he's gammon because there's nothing wrong with the wife in the first place and they're heading off in holly bags all, all the time and you're there struggling. Would you report them? Let me know what you think. Yes, you would or no, absolutely not. You're Irish and we don't report each other. Snitches get stitches. Let me know what you think. Uh, the number is 0871880808. Irene, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Irene? Hello, Niall. How are you? Good. Irene, would you report somebody? I would, yeah. Would you? Genuinely, yeah. Absolutely. And have you I, ever? N- no, I haven't because I haven't seen it. But I'm saying I have. I had a disabled son and I have a disabled granddaughter. Yeah. You know, and I know how I had to fight for him. For anything I required, it was unbelievable. I got no help for it in all his life. You know, and what he's on today is is on an invalidity pension, a 35-year-old man, and gets no other help, you know what I mean? But I think what's wrong with, with people doing that is they're, they're denying the genuine people who are, are disabled in our country, you know, mm-hmm. proper help, particularly respite care for genuine Of course, girls, yeah. You the know, the ones I, where, I mean, I've said this before, people who are genuinely disabled yeah. deserve to get more. Absolutely. I mean, you're giving a person of 35 years of age to £198 a week. I mean, you know. there are things out there, by the way, that we pay out on disability for that I don't even believe are disabilities. I know. You know, I mean, I'm not going to get into it on the mm-hmm. air, but there are a lot of things that people claim they're disabled. Doctors yeah. can't even diagnose it. They, you know, you could literally do a little bit of homework on the symptoms of some of these alleged illnesses, and yeah. you and you could go into a doctor and you know and claim that you Lay have it. Lay on, yeah. yeah. My 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 attitude to people like that is right. That, like you said, Nardile, I agree with you. Anyone doing a quick answer, you know, because I can understand that myself. But I do not agree with anybody taking, it's like taking a bread from a baby's mouth, in my opinion, mm-hmm. for people who, particularly for people who need proper help and care. I mean, in England, if my son was living in England, he'd have a free car to be able to drive because they can't That's walk. That's right, they do that in the north, yeah, in the north yeah, as well, yeah. You know that, you know that, and yeah. I know that. It's like the, 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 the uh, disabled in our country are very badly treated. And I really well, mean that's because we don't right. have the bloody money, because the money is being yeah. wasted on people that's, who don't need us. Point. That's my point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That there should be that kind of help, you know, to give a person their uh, independence, you know, and be able to, do, you know, go to where they want I, to I, go. I'm, I'm going to hazard a guess that half the people in this country who are on disability are quite capable of working. I would agree. Yeah. yeah. And I think uh, you must have gone very lax in this country in the last 10 years, because I remember years ago when I had my son, and I was ended up damaged myself, you know, after the birth. Mm-hmm. That uh, I was called in, I don't know how many times, for the three months I was out of work, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. to the board, like. So I must be getting very lax. 
like I said, just very good, genuine people out there. And he listened to a lady today crying, couldn't get help for a child that was beating her up, you know? Yeah. And, like, you know what I mean? And that woman couldn't get help, breast by care. It's so wrong, mm-hmm. you know? I think it's a horrible thing for anyone to do that. Like, if genuine sickness, that's fine. That's anything they require. But to take... To me, that's taking money off the real needy of her. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, this is this particular story is very typical that somebody who's gammon on pretending to be disabled, and then yeah. their husband is claiming a carer's allowance to look after them. Oh. I mean, I mean, there's two people literally scamming the system because he's claiming he's caring for somebody who doesn't actually need care. Yeah, can I ask you a question about that now? If you don't yeah. mind, I remember several years ago about that care, that carer's allowance, and um, the as far as I know, uh, when the government introduced that. Nobody else in the house can be in receipt of a social welfare payment. So I can't understand how the two social welfare payments going into a house. Yeah. Well, I, you, you can have multiple social welfare payments going into a house. Yeah, I know that. But I'm, mm. for the carers I'm talking about, yeah. to me, once you get, you know, as far as I remember looking into it from, you know, years ago for my daughter, my daughter's child, that they said if there's a... No, she was. No, I, I don't know. I'm only going by the. I'm only going by I the email. That, yeah. yeah, I understand that. But I definitely do agree that if anyone sees that, God forgive them, because I would report them. All right, well, we'll stay there a second because John O'Dea are on Classic Hits. How are you doing, John? Hi, how are you, sir? Are you feeling grumpy tonight? Or are you happy? Or what are you? Why would you ask that? I'm only asking. John, would you report? It says now. I don't believe this, John. It says on my screen, John O'Dea has reported someone for tax fraud, but wouldn't report somebody for social welfare fraud. Precisely. And I'll, why? I'll expi- What's the difference? I'll, I'll explain why. Because look, if somebody who's on social welfare, I wouldn't even give it a thought. Uh, I wouldn't no, dream of reporting anyone. But if they're, def- on- but if they're fraudulently claiming it and not, they shouldn't be getting it, what's the difference? Well, I, I just tell you, the two other ladies on there about the disability, right? They are people paid money uh, in, the, in the civil servants, right? And, and, and there's also special doctors on the panel, right? That's their job. It's not up to me or you, Neil, to be out trawling the streets like Liam Neeson, looking for people that are fraud- fraudulently claiming, right? Like Liam Neeson. <laughs> I have a very special set of skills. Exactly, yeah. I'll yeah. you, man. Yeah. But, no, but, it is, but it is up to us, because the department will never have enough investigating people, because it would cost too much money, and administration would cost too much. So they depend on the citizens of the country to be their eyes and ears, because we have a civic duty and a responsibility, because it's our money. Yeah, well, I think most people are denounced that lady said as well. Is it an Irish thing or what? Like, was it being repressed for so many years by the Brits or whatever? But, <laughs> like, most of my friends, like, I mean, I said, the majority of them, 99.5% of them, including myself, like, wouldn't dream of... Budget, budget, some... budget, snitch on someone who's not paying tax? Well, the thing is, like, the reason... What's I the difference? That, I don't understand your logic there. No, but why not? To be honest, which at least the person who's not paying taxes actually working and not claiming the dole in the first place. No, but the reason I done that is because this person, right, was a personal grudge. But they, they, well, he had something else going to say, and he crossed me, right, and he done something. Okay, well, that's that's a different kind of fish. He crossed it. That was personal. You can't compare that with. Yeah, that's personal. Yeah, well, let's put it this way: like it cost him thousands and thousands and thousands, right? Right, okay. Why well, he was audited and all sorts of carry on. Probably. Well, I got somebody like him in that on the job in him, right? And by the time he was finished paying the tax man, it was a hefty sum. But right. if he didn't cross, if he didn't he cross. He wouldn't be crossing you again, would he? No. <laughs> Surprised it'd beat you up, John. <laughs> well, by the way, does he know it was you that snitched on him? Um, he does well, now. 
He knows now. Hold on. See, you know, I mean, it's somebody who knows you, who crossed you, and is obviously in business. They know who you are now, John. Well, well the thing is, like, I mean, what he done to me, like, I mean, because either I had two choices, right? I could either give him a slap, which would, or you would be up in the side charge, or, or I could do it the scientific way. So I chose the latter. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I, well, I think it's either one or the other. You're either you believe it's your moral and civic duty to do it whether it's tax fraud whether it's social welfare fraud you believe it's your moral and civic duty to do it I don't believe you should be deciding one over the other and if I was and if I was to decide one over the other uh, I would report social welfare quicker because that's taxpayers money whereas the guy who's working not claiming social welfare and not paying his tax properly at least he's not costing the state anything as well I tell you I'd, I'd be going through town to Malinois and I'd get used to a cat crawling across the street now your buddy boiling he was on about the social again last night yeah why by the way John why weren't you at the party in the voodoo rooms last week Um, you've no excuse there's been three parties in the voodoo rooms and you haven't been at any of them yeah, I'd go, to one, uh, I'd go to the one in Dublin or something one of these days. <laughs> why, why, why wouldn't you go to the one in Corgi if people beat you up or something? No, no, I was away. I There's that shite like, John O'Day. I, mean, I, I do have a life, you know. I'm just wondering, <laughs> do people in Cork know you? Of course they do. <laughs> and do they, do they like you? Because well, you're quite opinionated, John. You should have your own well, show at this stage. Well, I know stage. that. Look, I mean, Jesus, man, if you're doing as long as me, you know, I'm possibly on the radio longer than you. So people <laughs> like you. <laughs> people like you and there's other people don't like you. And the reason a lot of people don't like you is just because you're just an army guy who made himself known to the media. And it's typically a lot of shite, you know. Oh, the begrudgery shite. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, well, okay, we're getting back to this. So uh, do you think, generally speaking, Irish people are kind of, I suppose, almost allergic to reporting others or snitching on people, that it's, it's some, you believe it's something to do with the fact that we've been oppressed? Well, I think it's kind of an old DNA that we just don't do it. We feel uncomfortable doing it, you know. I, I certainly would anyway, like all my friends the same, and anyone I know, they wouldn't dream of doing it. But I mean, if somebody's blatantly, like this woman who sent in the email and said this girl is claiming disability and she's not disabled and her husband's claiming a carer's allowance for her, and, you know, obviously there's nothing wrong with her, so he shouldn't be getting it. I mean, that's clear, blatant abuse of the social welfare system. And as Irene rightly said, that money could go towards Irene's son or to somebody else who genuinely deserves yeah, she, to have a little quite, bit extra. She's quite right, but again, it will repeat, there are people out there and it's their job. I mean, in, in the well, They don't have enough of those people. It's well, your yes, job too. You're a citizen. Well, employ more people, whatever. But it's not as I said. It's like, again, it's, like it's, it's your job. Say, for example, when you're walking down the road and you see a burglar getting into a house, you're not a member of Angarda Shiakana, but it is your job to ring the guards as a citizen to ring the guards and report the crime. Which most people would, I think, and yeah. stay on the snow now. So like, what's the difference? But they just feel uncomfortable with it. With the kind because, of, no, it, no, no. If somebody is fraudulently and blatantly claiming social welfare who doesn't deserve it, they may as well be climbing in your window and stealing your money. But you know, like I mean, don't for the years. I mean, how many times you definitely have heard this as well? Like I mean, yes, it is all the one, but it is this system bites the government, you know. So you feel like you're, you know. Can I say that... something there now, please? Yeah, Irene, go ahead. Yeah, sorry, excuse me, I forget the gentleman's name. Is it John? John, yes. How could you yeah, forget I his name for Jason? I, I just for a second, I, I like listening to him myself, but uh, I just wanted to ask him a question. Um, I wouldn't consider myself a, sn- a snitch either, you know what I mean? And I do take your point about what's going on in our country, particularly up in the government and everything else. We all know what the fraudulent stuff that's going on there. But my point to you is, how can you justify someone on disability alone when you're hearing so much about the services that are not there for people with this disability, with mental care, everything that's being cut across the board? How could you not report someone 
I don't care if I get in the dole. I'm more concerned about disability allows what Nyla's talking about. I could not see myself sitting back and watching someone cream off the sea on, on disability yeah, allowance. I, 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 I can see where you're coming from and I can see where yeah. Nyla's coming from, but at the same time, there's nobody saying she's right, but at the same time, what I am saying is that people feel uncomfortable hanging people. Yes, of course we do, because that's in their nature. Yeah. But I, I do respect that, but I think it's about time we stopped doing that. Because if you looked at uh, Claire Bunn last night, you would have seen the man from Cab was on. I don't know whether you've seen it, John, or not. And it was unbelievable, the stuff that they had on that table that was taken from... Don't push it. You know yeah, I mean? there was a whole article in the paper this evening, in the journal this evening, it's in the paper this evening, and tomorrow morning as well, The Cab are now very similar to what we're talking about. They're setting up a hotline. They want people to report to others. And what they're saying is... Let's say your next door neighbour is working just as a builder or labourer or whatever, mixing cement or something, and all of a sudden he's driving a Lamborghini. That, you know, in other words, his lifestyle doesn't match his, uh, you know, perceived it, it salary. Is, yeah, exactly. And yeah, also, that you should report it because he's obviously getting money from ill-gotten gains. Yeah, that's yeah, what I... I, I would, you, would you report that, John? So let's say your neighbour who, you know, is working in the local meat factory, right? And you know he's probably only coming out with four or five hundred. That's probably all he probably gets in the meat factory. I don't know what he gets. But he's, all of a sudden, you know, he's driving a brand new Jaguar, you know, and or he, and he's bought a new house and he's off on holidays for three or four weeks of the year to, you know, I don't know, the most expensive place you can think of. I, would you not say to yourself, there's something going on there? Well, you see, look, we've often discussed here about the revenue commissions and they're putting up the names of tax defaulters, right? So if they can do that, like, why can't they chase these guys down? It's not my job. But, this, yes, but that, that point, is, it is your job. Sorry, sorry, Irene, go ahead, yeah. I'm sorry. The point of, of, of what I said is you have to understand that if a person is working, right, and I've worked all my life, I'm saying that, and they, they get a house, and all of a sudden it's a mansion. <laughs> That's, I draw their... And they're on the dole. Like <laughs> yes, exactly. And the massive cars and the, the wife has designer bags. You know they're doing bad things. You know, it's ill-gotten games. It's destroying life. These people are destroying life. So would you not justify reporting the likes of them to the welfare? How can you, how can you say you wouldn't, you wouldn't report the likes of them people who are actually getting their money from destroying well, you our see, what, people? What's wrong, though? You see people are kind of frightened as well because we... Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. But, you, but you, let me be clear. When it comes to social welfare fraud, tax fraud, or um, these reporting people to CAB, it's completely anonymous. Completely anonymous. You can go online, you can put it in, you don't have to put your name, your PPS number. It's completely anonymous. You're quite right, now, but at the same time, people have this kind of fear... What if it comes out? I do agree with you there, John, but my yeah. point is this. Well, how will it come out if you don't give your name? Gentleman from Cobb last night said that you're, you're never identified, even if it goes to a court case. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're completely, you know. It's the, same, it's the same as this whistleblower act that they've introduced on Garda Sheikana. They can do it and complain, which they're dealing with 49 ongoing complaints at the moment about different Gardaí, uh, from internally, and it's, it's all completely anonymous to give people the opportunity, because that was always a fear that if you came out and reported wrongdoing, that you would be fingered, um, as similar to many of the cases we've seen in the past. But stay there for a second. I want to just, uh, John and Irene, let me go to Michael. Michael, you're on Classic Hits. Hey, to Michael. Oh, uh, good. Um, good evening, Niall. How are you? Good, Michael. Would you ever report somebody, be it for tax fraud, social welfare fraud, uh, to CAB as they're asking people to report people at the moment? Would you report somebody? Um, personally, I wouldn't. However, and I, I wouldn't do it for reasons that uh, the, the lady previously mentioned, for fear of being outed myself. But my situation is this. Some time ago, I said I would probably probably have 
objected to social welfare recipients working and uh, also receiving social welfare. I would have told, I would have been very very um, opposed to that. Mm-hmm. However, when I see traitor bankers, traitor politicians, and traitor developers making millions. Selling, our, selling people's properties to vulture funds and so forth. When I see them walking out of court with a big smile on their face, waving at the public and waving at the television cameras, when I, when I see that sort of thing happening, I ask myself, why would I worry about some guy making a, a couple of bucks during the week to supplement his meager really, lifestyle? Really an extremely low social welfare. It's well, you know, in, in this mm-hmm. economy at, at the present moment. I mean, the, these people committed treason against this country. Absolutely, I agree with you. And, 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 and Michael, some of them did go, not enough of them, by the way, but some of them did well, go to Michael, jail. Uh, yeah, what went to jail was sort of middle management, forget, you know, the people you can forget about, people who really didn't matter. The people, the people who didn't matter, the fellows that were, look, take the blame. I mean, before we continue it. this conversation, I want to make it clear that we don't want any names mentioned. No, absolutely All right. not. I, I mean, look, everybody knows all the people we're talking about, right? We, we I, all know. I, I agree with you entirely, but yeah. this, this was treason against this state. And it was committed not only by, by bankers, it was also committed by politicians and by um, developers and others. And yet... I, well, have, Michael, I don't think we'd have enough room in the jails if we were to put everybody in who was involved in corruption in the, in the last 20 years. <laughs> well, you know, I... I, I and I'm not going to disagree I, with you. I, I'm not disagreeing with you. No, I, 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 um, I know what you're saying. But what, I, what I'm saying is... There are individuals out there who made millions during the Celtic Tiger. But you're and, right, bankers and, and not, developers not and everything. And they still really, have the money, by the way. Oh, yeah, not, only yeah. During, not only during the Celtic Tiger, but after the Celtic... When the t- Tiger collapsed... They made millions as well. Mm. Auctioning people's homes off, etc., etc. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, you know, blaming blaming some little guy for going out to work. But but here's the thing, Michael, and I always say this, and I'm not disagreeing with you, right? I'm not disagreeing with you. Those bastards should go to jail just like anybody else who commits a crime. I know, and I've spoken to some of the legal profession about this situation, about bankers and developers. The problem is it's very difficult, difficult to prove criminal intent. And that's what they had to do. Yeah. I mean, you know, if a banker gambles money and he knew, for example, that he was going to lose that money, which is obviously it's belongs to the citizens of the country, it's the government's money, um, you would have to prove that he intended to lose it. Yeah, or, yeah it's possibly true, Niall, but you could, you could, you could uh, prove criminal effect. Yeah, but the other thing, what I was going to say to you was, I'm agreeing with you. They should all go to jail, right? Yeah. And, well, and, and but absolutely. the thing is, to when you say then that made me rethink my thinking on somebody on social welfare fraud, which yes is small time and compared to that. But in saying that, two wrongs don't make a right either. I I I, I completely agree with you, now, But why go after a guy making fifty quid for driving a van or something like that? Or well, I wouldn't digging a ditch for the day. Well, I know. Well, in fairness, I wouldn't go after a guy making fifty quid for driving a van. But when, when, well, you're, when you're looking at somebody who's systematically abusing the system, i.e. claiming a disability allowance when they're not disabled, and, and possibly doing a bit of work on the well, side as well. I, I would imagine it's quite difficult to claim a disability allowance without uh, reports from doctors. Um, well, well, well the list of disabilities have grown over the years. They did a recent um, recall in the United Kingdom about seven years ago. They basically called everybody with disability in and re-examined yeah. them all. Because what happens is you don't have time to re-examine everybody. Re-examine them all. And only 50% of them actually 
met the criteria for disability. They're not breaking a law. What they're doing is they have to prove their disability before they get a dime. Right, well, 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 let's be clear about this. I could walk into a doctor tomorrow and tell him I have depression. Yeah. And I'm suffering very badly from depression. I know the symptoms. I could fake it very easily. A a girl in the Irish Examiner uh, last year went into 16 doctors and all 16 doctors believed her when she said she had disability and she had uh, depression and they all gave her prescriptions for antidepressants. So that's classed as a disability in this country. Well, I I can't argue with that. So you you can claim a disability? No, I I can't argue with that and I can't state as to whether it's right or wrong. I'm not a doctor. However, what I I will... And I'll reiterate what I said, Niall... These people committed treason against this country and they're walking away with it with their billions stuck in their back pocket. And they're laughing. They're, but then again, Niall, as the, uh, as the lady in New York who ran the, uh, ran the hotel in New York said, taxes are for little people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And really, you know, until the people of this country cop onto this, <laughs> I would guess that uh, I would guess it's going to continue. Mm. So even if somebody was blatantly abusing a system, you wouldn't report them? I don't think I'd bother, Niall. No, absolutely not. Not at this stage of the game. And, no. I, and I know there's a big story today because of CAB as well. You know, CAB are saying they want people to... Now, of course, there's another reason why CAB wants to do it. It's to investigate people. Well, Obviously, CAB is a different thing now. Whoa, CAB is a totally different thing from uh, social welfare. Okay, so, so let's say the guy up the road from you, he, you know, he's working in... Uh, your average job, you know, that you know he'd probably earn about four or five hundred quid a week. And, you know, and he suddenly arrives home in his Lamborghini uh, or, you know, or he's moved into a bigger house. <laughs> you know, I mean, you, but basically what they're saying is that if you believe somebody's lifestyle doesn't fit their perceived salary, that you should re- you should report it. Um, I don't think so. Niall. I personally, I, I wouldn't. And if, if I were him, I wouldn't touch a Lamborghini. I'd go for a Maserati. Anyway, yeah, you're probably I'm, right, actually. <laughs> whatever, the Maserati is a fine car, whereas the Lamborghini is a piece of crap. But yeah. anyhow, um, what I wouldn't report him, no. And I wouldn't report him for a number of reasons. One, I don't believe it's my job to report. It's Cab's job to, re- to look into that. They but they, but they need it. But that's, that's a bad attitude to have, Michael, as I no, said to John. No, they need no, their assistance. No, my, my view of it is this. If a man who's earning three or 400 bucks a week buys a Lamborghini, <laughs> then <laughs> they don't need me to... to, to the Gatti Veyron would be better, in fairness. But well, it'd be, yeah, um, I'd, go, I'd, go for, yeah, I'd go for a Camaro or something like that, but however. But, but, but the thing about it is, you're saying it's not our job. John said that too, right? But it is our job. You, For example, as I said to John already, if you were walking down the road tomorrow and you saw somebody assault somebody else, you'd call the guards. If you saw a car crash, you'd call if an I ambulance. If I saw a car crash, if I saw a cr- Yeah, if I saw so a that's our job. That's our civic duty, isn't it? It would be my civic duty if there was a crime being committed in front of me. Yes, but that's a but that's a crime. If somebody, if you know that somebody is willfully claiming a social welfare payment that they're not entitled to, that's fraud. That's a crime. Why bother having a cab if you're a CAB if you're if you are in uh, in that position? Because they uh, they depend on tip offs. Well, I'm afraid I won't be getting them from me. I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah, sorry, John. Uh, what are you trying to say there? Yeah, look, I think most decent people out there, if they thought there was, they had evidence or they saw somebody where there was a rape involved or a murder or something like that, I think 99.5%, of the people would obviously Absolutely. come forward, right? But the thing is, otherwise, I think it's just like money and stuff like that. As that gentleman has said about Lamborghinis and big houses and whatever, like, there are people that come in, like in cab. Like, we all see what happened, like, I mean, with the McCabe story there. I mean, look what they've done there. He was the, the, one of the top whistleblowers of the century, like, and they destroyed that man. Like. They did. Yep. Niall, Niall, if a man on 500 euros a week 
registers a brand new Lamborghini, CAB will be informed of that straight away by the tax offices and so forth. Well, they, they probably won't because uh, well, well, they well, well because these guys are clever enough that they don't register in their own names. <laughs> they're very, they're quite clever. They buy these yeah. things for cash. It's kind of hard to miss a Lamborghini. I <laughs> it is. Well, well, didn't it happen there? Was it last year? Uh, wasn't it one of the Kinnahans? Arrived up to the social welfare office and uh, where did he didn't need anybody reporting them. Right. Okay. Well, well, hang on. Well, hang on for both you a second. Let me just go to. Um, I've got a day. Our uh, Frank. Sorry, Frank. You're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Frank? Hi, Dad. I was thinking. Good. You would report somebody. Uh, I would, of course, man. Yeah. Um, I was. I had. I had this story there a couple of years ago that um, we were working uh, in the building site and there was this chap down the road, whatever, and he was he was coming on, and he was um, he was working away for maybe 30 hours a week, he wasn't doing 40 like us, or over and beyond, and mm-hmm. um, I found out a couple of a couple of weeks, or after that, or months, that he was drawing disability, he was seen every Wednesday, or whatever, the, at the post office, you know, claiming away, and um, one of my friends made, made uh made a comment towards him at, at work and, and, and he just said, uh, why not? You know, he's, a, he's able to work. That, that was the answer, you know? Yeah. And so to like, him, it was an extra 220 quid a week in his pocket, yeah. Well, like, at that stage, what, like, between, we, we, we kind of found out he was getting 60 quid a day. He was working five days a week. That's an extra 300 quid. Then, you know? He was getting 60 and he, and he would have been getting his medical card, his fuel allowance and whatever rent allowance. He's getting the whole act like yeah. Know? And um, but he, he 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 was reported, you know, and 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 unfortunately he's he's still doing it as we speak, even you know after. Yeah, a lot. Of, unfortunately, when you report somebody, it doesn't necessarily mean it'll stop because they have so, to try and prove it. Then, of course, of you course. Know? Now he's he's a well fit. He's fitter than anyone that I I know anyway. You know, he's strong. Yeah, well, that's that's what I mean. I knew a guy going back a few years ago. And he was as fit as a fiddle. Sure, he was up on the roof of his house one day fixing a satellite dish. I saw him out in the front garden pulling patio stones around the garden. And he claimed he injured his back 20 yeah, years did, ago. Did you report him, Niall? No, I didn't. Well, there you go. I know, I know, I know. I, but I, I'm, I'm hosting the show here, you know. You want, you want, hang on a minute. You want to go and hang everybody, but you won't do it. No, I didn't. You're right. Oh, I didn't yes, do it. Okay. I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm only asking other people. I, you know. I mean, I, you're right. I didn't do it, and maybe I should have. You know what I mean? Oh, there you are. Say la vie. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am being the devil's advocate here. Okay. <laughs> Dave, Frank has just outed me, but that's okay. <laughs> but Frank, Frank, do we have a duty to do it? I mean, should I, for example, in that particular occasion, should I have rang? And reported him. Do we have a duty yeah, to do it? That, that's up to you. Now, well, Frank, do you believe we have a duty to do well, it? Well, I think everyone has a duty to do it. If, if, if it's a taxpayer's money. If you're working maybe crazy hours, like myself, they are 50, 60 hours a week. You know, it, it, it's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. Niall, you know? Niall. Yeah, Michael. Sorry, go ahead, Michael. Let's not forget. This man might earn two, two hundred and fifty, three hundred 300 a week, you know, Scamming, scamming, if you like, the, the welfare system. Remember that the people who did what they did to this country, who destroyed the economy of this country, remember, they'll spend 300 quid on a lunch. Yeah. Oh, no, I know, I know. But, so I, I, but, I, yeah, but, but I did say to you, two wrongs don't make a right either. I, I agree with you, but, um, 
you know? I mean, do you, you know that half of the money that we take in taxes in this country is spent on our social welfare bill? Well, you know what? You have to look after the people on social welfare. That's it. I, I don't 20 people, billion. People on social welfare, people with disabilities, people... With I agree. They need to be looked have after. Have to be looked after. Absolutely. That's it. But, no, but, I'm not, but I'm not disagreeing with that. If a small but, minority but, but, but are scamming, well, see, that's, that's, that's part of the deal. If it was a small it's, minority, I'd probably agree with you, but I do believe it's happening wholesale. I, I don't know. Between, I, I, between I really, social welfare, disability, job seekers, housing, I believe abuse of the system is wholesale. I couldn't, well, uh, I couldn't make a comment Sorry, on that no. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, go ahead, Frank. Uh, just like if there was a, a system put in place, a stricter system put in place, if it wasn't so easy to get disability, but as you said there previously in your show, like, Depression, you know, if we could all go into the doctor and then name symptoms of depression, you know, and, and get it probably, you know. But, but so here's another one, like drug addicts. Yeah. Drug addicts are, disa- are yes. disab- disabled. Yes. very same, yeah. You know, as far as I was always concerned, unless you were temporarily sick, a disability was something that you were stuck with and you had no control over personally. You yeah, know, that was my definition what? of it as when I grew yeah. up. Not something that you inflicted on yourself. Yeah, but what about a recovering drug addict? They're still disabled. Like I'm trying to get yeah, recovering alcoholic is, disabled. Yeah, but what if they're trying to? They're trying are, are you to saying that somebody who's a recovering alcoholic or recovering um, drug addict is incapable of working? No, I didn't say that. But what I did say is that they are entitled to the help. Yeah, but they're they're also entitled to get disability allowance, which I think is wrong. Um, I'm not saying they shouldn't be supported to get back to work or whatever it is. Uh, also, depression. I understand people suffer from depression, some worse than others. And by the way, some of the best psychologists and psychiatrists in the world would tell you that work is probably the best cure for depression, to get back out to work, get back into a routine and back into a scheduling, meet people and talk to people. But a lot of people don't do that. They'll stay at home and that's what they want to do and that's fine for a period of time. But the problem is you have people who are claiming to be depressed for their whole lives on disability. Yeah, but I'm not qualified yeah. enough to make that uh, make any comments on that. Mm. I, I understand your point of view, but and I'm it's not easy. Qualified enough. I, I, and there are genuine people in genuine cases, but it's easy for people to scam. Well, and don't, don't forget the bag bag. <laughs> well, well, hang on, well, hang on. Let me go to David. David, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, David? Hi, Nate. Good, David. Um, you work in the uh, social welfare sector. Let's just say. Yeah, no, I don't work for social welfare. Just no, just yeah, for that. Yeah, but, but in the social welfare sector. Yeah, in the line that I work in, I come across a lot of people who are on social welfare. Okay. And, yeah. I mean, would you, if you saw somebody who, or you knew of somebody who was blatantly abusing the system, would you report mm-hmm. them? I actually do come across people from time to time, and it, it is one, one of my duties is to inform them that they are uh, doing something that's not correct and that they should notify social welfare. Mm. Um, no, you know... It, the problem is, I don't know their name and address, so I can't do anything about it. But I certainly would be telling them, look, what you're doing is incorrect. You should be declaring this to the department, whichever it is, mm-hmm. to let them know that. You know, So uh, absolutely, I would, yeah. Um, and can I- you understand why people think it's a different type of crime? It's like, as I mentioned already, if you're walking down the street and seeing a burglar getting in somebody's window, you'd re- immediately ring 99 and call the police because you see a crime being committed. Uh, but yet when they see social welfare fraud, which is a crime, mm. they don't report it. C- can you understand the Irish psyche in that? Well, I can't because I know personally if I knew somebody who was committing social welfare fraud or revenue fraud or committing any crime, like a burglary, I would do it on a personal level and I would have no issue with it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. None, none at all. I just think it's the right thing to do. Um, you know, going back to the whole social welfare thing, you know, fraud does happen. People commit tax fraud, people commit social welfare fraud. 
you know, and, and I think and it, it affects everybody. It affects everybody. Absolutely, yeah. So, if on a personal level, if I saw it happening, I definitely would make the complaint. And as I said, in the line of work that I'm in, I deal with a lot of people who are on social welfare. And from time to time, I do see people who are doing something or claiming something they shouldn't be or having heard money that they should be declaring to welfare and they're not. And it's my well, duty to, to tell them that, and I do. David, you're, you're doing your job. So mm-hmm. why aren't everybody else in social welfare doing their job? Surely this can't be difficult. Well, to clarify, he doesn't work for social welfare. He works in the social welfare sector. Okay, okay. Yeah, but okay, yeah. I understand. He's in the social mm-hmm. welfare sector. However, surely if he can do this job, Surely but there isn't enough people. Davids. There isn't enough Davids. You see, the, the problem is, you know, people, you know, social welfare expect people to be honest about things, you know. So if you're claiming certain social welfare payments, if your circumstances change, for example, you might inherit money, you might get a job, you might move in with a partner. The onus is on this person to let social welfare well, know yeah, that there has been... True. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, it's the, same, it's the same as the revenue. If you're self-employed, the system works in such a way that they trust you to be honest. Yeah. Now now and again, they might audit you. I was audited about a year and a half ago. And yeah. you know, and they might say, well, you shouldn't be claiming that, and you shouldn't be claiming that. And, you should, yeah, and you, by the way, you can claim this and you can claim this. So, mm-hmm. But if they notice that you're fraudulently uh, trying mm-hmm. to avoid paying tax, you get a nice big penalty. So th- yeah. the onus is on you, Michael, mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. honest. Because they don't, they, you know, the revenue and the social welfare don't have enough people to go around checking everybody. It would be impossible to do for them to do that. I mean, like if you if you sell a house, you're supposed to pay CGT. If you inherit a house from a, you know a relative, you inherit tax. tax and that, you know, and if if you don't do that, you may get away with it for a while, but eventually revenue some way will catch up with you. You know, but they expect people to be honest and to be open, and you know, it doesn't happen. No. It's probably a minority of cases. That's, uh, that's true, David. We, we, you, yeah. d- 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 people are expecting these pe- to people to be honest and open in their, in their dealings. In mm-hmm. much the same way as the people of Ireland expected the bankers, the politicians, and the developers in this country who absolutely destroyed this country with economic treason. We expected mm-hmm. them to, to, to um, behave in a proper manner. and behave in a pr- But we found out very soon afterwards that they mm-hmm. weren't. And nothing yeah. was done about it. In fact, as I said, they walked out of court waving and smiling and jumping into not Lamborghini. And, and, I, and I agreed with you, Michael, but where, mm-hmm. how far do you go back or how far do you go deep into that? We had a financial regulator who was asleep at the wheel at the time as well. <laughs> you know, we, I had, mean, we had a lot of politicians who were asleep at the wheel <laughs> and they're still, they're still being voted in by the people of the country. Absolutely. So go... F- yeah, I mean, people have national amnesia when it comes to... Yeah, when it comes to Fianna Fáil, people have national amnesia. Well, I did. In fact, I was a Fianna Fáil supporter. I didn't say Fianna Fáil, but there were politicians who did exactly what they did the opposite of what they should have been doing. And it wasn't just Fianna Fáil. Fianna Gael. Well, they were in power at the time. Fianna Gael, Fianna Gael invited the, the, the most vicious of, um, uh, of uh, vulture funds into this country. And they're still there. I was, only, I was only reading about them today. They're not only just buying apartments now, they're buying whole housing estates now. And not only in that, Nile, but they're not paying a dime in tax. Not a single freaking penny. Yeah, so I mean, I, I understand it is a hard... It's getting harder to live in this country, but I understand also the point that David is making, that we do, I, I, have, we do have a absolutely. duty. Absolutely. I don't mm. agree with what David is saying, now, but what I am saying to you is, would you try to live on 205 euros a nope, week? No, I wouldn't. So, I, and, and by the way, I, thankfully, I've never had to. I was on a small amount of money a week like that, and somebody said to me, listen, can you drive a van for me up the road just to deliver, deliver I do this, that, yeah. Deliver that. Yeah. 
By the way, well, I'm, not, I'm not coming down, and I, I think David might feel the same way. Maybe I'm wrong. But I'm not coming down hard on a guy who's claiming the social welfare and maybe gets offered a couple of days' work here and there, right? And he can pay an extra bill with that. And he's not... I mean, look, you're, you know, I mean, if you sell something on um, adverts or Gumtree or whatever it is or done deal, you're supposed to tell the revenue that you have a source of income. But nobody yeah, ever does that. The revenue what, don't expect what, you to yeah. report every penny. What's the difference between him and somebody that's claiming a house or somebody who's claiming... Um, it's the amount of money, isn't it? Whatever. It's very little amount. And, and, it, and it's the repetitiveness of it. If it's just a plumber who's out of work and doing the odd nicks are here and there, and sure, no one's going to report him. Who's, why would you do something as bad as that? But if he's working every single day and working a full week every single week and on the dole at the same time, well, then <laughs> people say you should report him. Because he's taking advantage of a system. Sorry, David, what do you want to say? No, I was going to say, from my experience, like, if people are honest with social welfare, it's actually quite a generous system. You know, because if a person is on a job secret payment, be it a benefit or a loan, they are David, technically David. allowed to work. They're allowed to work on the payment. You know, now, the payment is reduced accordingly. It's not euro for euro. It's actually quite a generous means test. So you can work... So what happens? Month. Explain the system. Does the social welfare still work the same way as it would have worked when, when I was younger? You got paid for six days a week rather than five. Is, is that the way it still works? Or yeah, is it- there's two payments. There's your job seeker benefit, which is your stamps, and job seeker allowance, which is the means test of payment. And it's paid for six days. And you can work a maximum of three of those days. Right. So if, I, if I'm if i on, how much is it at the moment? 194, is it? Uh, it's gone up to 203. 203. So, so yeah. I'm on 203, right? Mm-hmm. And I walk in and I say, listen, I've just been out for two days work next week. Mm-hmm. Um, how does that work? Will, will, I, will that mess up my payments? Will I have to sign off and sign back on again? And is there a, no. a mess no. involved? No, because if you're on, let's just say you're on a job seeker's allowance, the means test of payment, okay? Yeah. So you're allowed to work three days a week. So let's just say you get a job earning, I don't know, 60 quid a day for three days a week. That's 180 euro. They take off 60 euro and 60% of the balance to take off your payment. So it's not taken off euro for euro. Right, okay. So you're still getting a, I'll probably explain that to you quickly, but you're still getting a portion of your job seeker's allowance and you're getting your full income for the three days as well. Right, okay, okay. So you're not losing out too much, by being honest. Yeah, but but there are people out there who think I'm not going to tell them at all and I'm 60 quid up on the deal. Absolutely, yeah. Could I make a point on this? I've dealt with social welfare uh, office on a number of occasions and I found the people in them to be absolutely expert at what they do and absolutely very, very kind, very, uh, very decent people to deal with. But but <laughs> there's no no there's no but they, they, I mean they, they're fantastic people and and some of the yeah stuff because they they, it's a very frustrating job you have to deal with people who some are sometimes angry has, yeah. it's absolutely yeah. but a little bit of politeness doesn't goes a long way as well you know I always found that however you 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 would still take away sixty euros or fifty euros from a guy on two hundred and five euros a week if you got a job driving a van up and down the road and yet as I stated even today. Uh, people walked out of uh, out of the courts in there. That's that's vulture, not right. Oh, yeah, no, no I, I, nobody agrees with that. I and mean, we had one last year. I, okay, I'm not going to start mentioning names again because we can't mention any names. We had one last year who walked out of the court with a big smile on his face, and everybody knows, you know, that you know that there's individuals out there. I'm very limited by what I can say. Are partly responsible for the downturn of this country and for you know what happened to this country. But people walked away from that, and I and I can understand how David or and Michael that would upset people. But again, I'm still going to come back to the line I said earlier on. Two wrongs don't make a right. That's wrong. And it should be dealt with. 
but this is equally wrong. David, do me a favour, stay with me if you can. I'm going to come to Stephen as well after the break. Uh, keep texting. Uh, the number is 087 You can WhatsApp us. The question is, there's a lot of suggestion at the moment that you should be reporting people. Uh, the welfare suggests you should report people. And also we've Cab now in the news asking you to report people whose lifestyle doesn't fit their perceived earnings. In other words, you see your neighbour driving a Lamborghini and he works in a fish shop. You know, I mean, should you report him to Cab? Uh, stay there, please, David, if you can. Let me go to Stephen. Stephen, you're on Classic Kids. Stephen. Hi, now. God, your adverts are getting longer. There's enough time to start a family now. Oh. <laughs> Somebody has to pay me wages. Indeed. <laughs> I, I, I have to correct you on something earlier you said that was actually not uh, accurate at all. Uh, I think you said half the of our income tax goes to paying welfare. It's actually all of it. We bring in about twenty billion, and we spend about twenty billion on welfare. No, I mean we in taxes in this country. Don't oh we? no, it, no, in income tax. I mean, yes, yeah, okay, all right, okay, in, yeah, in no, no. I, I meant in taxes in general. Half the taxes we take in, be it on VAT, corporation tax, everything else, half of it goes on welfare. Yeah, well, I think the important thing is, is basically every tax on people who work um, actually goes goes out on welfare. Mm. What? Um, one thing I would say and by the way can I, can I mention too I do, that doesn't mean job seekers and disability I mean a lot of that is pensions all sorts oh, of yeah, carry on pensions yeah. yes and yeah. child benefit and everything else it's not all job seekers allowance mm. so having said that the welfare budget hasn't gone down even though probably unemployment has gone down from 12-13% down to maybe 5% but that's because the population of the country is rising so when you say unemployment is down to you know six to five percent, well they say about five point seven percent. There's a lot of people on schemes. You've also got an increased population, so you have a lot of people. A lot of people have come to Ireland, by the way, as well. Um, so you've an increased population, um, which means that percentage, although the percentage is lower, is still the same amount of people. If you understand what I'm trying to say, well, not the same amount, but it's certainly a lot of people. Oh, I know. I think that even the absolute numbers have gone down, but you're right. I mean that they um, there's, there's still a lot of people there. But talking of numbers. There's a thing in the examiner at the end of last year, from 2013 to 2018, which is five years, the number of additional people claiming disability was 32,000. That's the equivalent of the entire population of Bray County Wicklow, the ninth biggest town in the country. Ireland is not a great country for providing employment for people with disabilities anyway. It never was. We're actually the worst in the OECD for, for supporting people to get back to work who are disabled. But I do get what you mean. Um, you know, they couldn't all be disabled. In other words, many of them, um, similar to the, the, uh, the recall they had in the UK many years ago, are not actually disabled at all. No, I mean, I think it, it, everyone should be reviewed every three to five years. Now, I wouldn't expect someone's leg to grow back, but other things, and it should be done by an independent doctor. Because, I mean, as we know, you go to your own GP and ask, as you said with that reporter, or even strange GPs, they will give you the letter without question. And I think that mm. needs to be changed. And no problem with genuine people. There actually be more money then available for people who, who are genuine need. And the other point I want to make quickly is that um, others are mentioning, can you just live on the 200-odd euros a week? But as we know, once you access the welfare system, it's all the additional money that you get on top Medical of it. Medical cards, app scheme, rent exactly. allowances, or whatever it happens to be, yeah. Fuel allowances. As before, I mean, with the budget that came into effect last week, a couple with three kids on the dole are now 1,400 euros a year better off, while a couple each earning 20,000 are only 50 euros a year better off and a couple on 70,000 were only about 150 euros a year better off. It encourages people not to work. I mean, I mean, mean, maybe I'll save that because David obviously Mm -hmm. working in the social welfare sector. Uh, Do you believe there's a problem in this country whereby people are almost encouraged not to get off the dole? Um, There is an element of that out there, you know, because if people take up, if people are on social welfare and they have all the secondary benefits that come with social welfare, then they take up a relatively low-paying job. It can seem more attractive to stay uh, on the dole. 
to stay on the dole. But there's a lot of incentives out there that people don't know about. For example, like the working family payment. There are also rules, for example, where a person who has been on social welfare for at least 12 months can retain their medical card for three years once they go back to work, you know. So there's a lot of incentives out there for to get people so, but back you, to work. But should we really have to give those kind of incentives? I mean, there's nothing more annoying for some people who are mm. maybe earning 35, 40 grand, right? And, you know, paying yeah. a mortgage, all that kind of carry on. themselves and their partner mm. both working on, when I say a low income, mid, mid income, you know, maybe 35 mm. to 40,000 euro, just above the average industrial wage. And, you know, they can't even afford to go to a doctor at the end of the week. And meanwhile, you know, they're watching Mary down the road with the three mm. kids back and forward to the doctor like a yo-yo because they can they, they get it for free. There's, a, there's yeah. a kind of unfair system, isn't it? Yeah, the only thing I would say about that, that if you don't offer these incentives, though, people are never going to come off social welfare and it's really going to be a long-term problem. But at least if you... Yeah, yeah, Stephen, go on. Sorry to interrupt, but there is an answer to that. What virtually every other country in the world does is the incentive is every year if you stay on welfare in your able body, the payment goes down. That's an incentive. I mean, they've done studies in the States where the week before or the week after the welfare is, is finally cut, they suddenly find a job. If you keep people giving people money for nothing, they're going to keep taking it. I mean, they did have a system like that many years ago. When mm. I was a young fella, kind of 19 years of age, I remember some of my, one or two of my friends were at the dole during the recession at the time back in the late 70s and early 80s. And it was... If you were on the dole, when your stamps ran out, now I don't know if this is still the case, when your stamps ran out, you went on what they called social assistance. At the time, that's what it was called. Job it's, seekers allowance, no. You know, that's, is that job seekers allowance now? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it was, payments, job seekers benefit, which is your stamps, and job seekers allowance then, which is the right. social assistance. But the, the social uh, assistance at the time of the job seekers allowance is called now was a much lower payment. Um, than the dole was at the time, you know, when you had your stamps. So it was a much lower payment. And the point Stephen is making in the United States, when you lose your job, you get a percentage of your salary almost, right? And the fo- after, I think, it's six months, Stephen, it goes down, then it goes down again, and eventually it goes to the lower level, which you could just couldn't live on. And what they noticed in the United States is before people get to that lower level, they suddenly get a job. And in other words, they, they don't want to go to that. So they go, oh, well, look, I'll take that job in Tesco's or I'll take that job in Aldi or Lidl or whatever it happens to be in the retail sector that we know you know it's not going to pay you you know millions but it'll get you more than you're going to get on the dole Mm. you know so it it encourages people to get out I mean even the idea that we're paying 21 year olds 100 quid is bizarre you know I mean why would we pay a 21 year old 100 quid in the dole there's loads of jobs out there for 21 year olds you know there's no reason for them to be on the dole yeah but no it's intergenerational people grow up in, in households that have never worked Ireland, I think, has one of the highest percentages of jobless households, and then where people have never worked in the OECD. And that's because our system is that many people can keep claiming it forever, which I think is unfair. Most other countries, if, if you lose your job, you get a proportion of your salary. So the more you've worked or the higher your salary is, the more your welfare is. And it's a proper safety net between jobs. Sorry, but yeah, between jobs. Here, mm. people seem to have it forever. And that's the problem. And with all the extra add-ons they get, it's a huge amount of money. You've seen the spreadsheets have done before. We've talked about them. But what was that case? Was it, where, where was that case where the woman who had two foster kids and she was on the dole and getting a carer's allowance for one of them and all, there was all sorts of benefits coming into the house. And the judge said it, he worked it out. To be getting the benefits she was getting, she would have to be earning before tax over €100,000. And he, exactly. the judge, the judge in the case couldn't even figure. She had been caught shoplifting or something like that. But the judge couldn't even figure out how she was managing to get so much money. And that's another thing, David. Is there in the UK they have a cap per household on the amount mm-hmm. of benefits you can get? Do we have mm-hmm. a cap in this country? No, we don't. No, I think the cap in the UK is five hundred per household, isn't it, or something like that? George well, Osborne sure exactly brought that in. If you, something like that. Yeah, yeah he but... brought that in. This is the universal credits they use up there now, and in, in the UK. 
Yeah. In other words, there's a cap. So it doesn't matter how many people are living in the home, there's only a certain amount of money and benefits can come into that particular household. Yeah, and we definitely don't have that here. It's, I think it would be a great idea. I think we, we should need, have. Yeah. Yeah. Because that would stop this intergenerational problem. Well, it certainly might, you know, restrict it. Because if mum and dad are on social welfare and the sister is on social welfare, well, then maybe the brother can't go on it as well. So he'll have to get himself a job, you know, or whatever, you know. Yeah. I mean, the payments on job seekers alone, it's like the social assistance payment for young people is quite is relatively low. They wouldn't get the full 203. No, they get 100 quid, yeah. Yeah, and if they live at home, um, they're also assessed on the fact that they live at home and the parents' income as well, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, up until the age of 26. Right, okay. But, but stay, but hang on a second, because I just finally want to go to Tara before we go to the next topic. Tara, you're on Classic Hits. How you doing? Hi, Niall. Um, I just want to make a few points about what you've been talking about. Um, first of all, you keep saying depression, 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 but like you can't just get have depression and go on disability allowance. Like, I know that, yeah. Some yeah pe- but some people can, know like, how to do it. There, is, there are people no, on depression, depression on social. No, no. Um, depression is schizophrenia or something like that for mental disability. Yeah, d- depression in this country is qualified as a disability. But you don't yeah, get do- most people to say they have it. They won't get it. Like even their doctors won't like say they'll say fit to work. Like yeah, they have depression, but they're fit to work. So I'm not. I'm, I don't think that everyone that says they have depression gets. Not everybody. No, I really don't. Like, not everybody. No. No, but but, but, but let me be clear with you, Tara. There are people, and we know there are people in this country claiming disability who are not disabled. Well, I agree with you there, yeah, and that's wrong. Like that's totally wrong. But the bad back is another one. A bad back is another one. That's a great one because it's very difficult to prove somebody has can't you know is not mobile. Well, a bad back can be like really you can't work with a bad back. Like yeah, but it's hard to prove. I could come into Ireland and say I have a bad back. So yeah, no one's going to no one's going to doubt me. But your doctor must you mu- you probably have to like have years of saying that your doctor like to get disability. I'd say mm. like I mm. imagine. Okay, but, but, but thing, would you report somebody, Tara? Well, I mean that's the thing I was going to say now. Um, but you know if it was really excessive, like you, you'd have to. But the, the thing is, like usually it's like Jimmy from you know number ten who's doing a bit of painting, and you want him to see well because you know him. He's you, you know, you might have grown up with them or something. So you, you, that's why Irish people don't, I think, why Irish people don't report people because... We kind of feel bad doing us. You, you know? Yeah, we right? feel bad doing us. Of course, yeah, because you know the person. <laughs> yeah, we do, we tend we all know each other. You know, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, by the way, if it's only Jimmy doing a bit of painting, you know, I, I'm, I, you know I'm certainly not going to report him. And I don't think anybody exactly, probably would. Yeah. But if it's somebody you know that's kind of really taking the piss out of the system. And, I, you know, I, I hear of people who are working hard or, and trying to get a deposit for a house together. And and then they're seeing, you know, the girl yeah. down the road or the guy down the road. And they know he's working on the side. He's claiming the social and he's getting a rent allowance. and He's just moved into a wonderful house. And they're going like, oh, I, you know, I might as well just give up my job. Well, I don't think so. No, I don't. Like, I mean, I know it can be like um, frustrating when you're doing your best and you're working hard and then you see someone who might be coming out like just a little bit less than you or maybe even... Doing better than you and they're not even working. Yeah, I know. That's tough. Like, that's tough. But, I mean, you don't know what they're coming out with because you don't have their check at the end of the week. Like You can see their lifestyle. Yeah, that's true. But they usually, like, people that are less off buy more expensive things. So Mm. you think they're richer 
Uh, Yeah, yeah, well, sorry, Steve, you want to say something to Sarah there? Go ahead, yeah. Yeah, two quick things. You just mentioned uh, someone with a bad back, and in your own industry, actually, I think it's well known, Ivan Yates on another station, he stands because he can't sit, but he's still broke. He actually, do you know what? Because I've worked with him a good few times on The Tonight Show. He lies down on the ground during the breaks because his back is so bad. Exactly. And the other thing I wanted to say is that it is so easy nowadays compared to before to report people who are cheating. Welfare.ie forward slash cheats. That's, that, that's mm. the website. Go there. It's totally anonymous. Um, go to the internet cafe if you're worried and report. They'll investigate. And if anyone is, is legitimate, they've nothing to fear. Or if anyone's stealing from the taxpayer, they will investigate. But Tara, you wouldn't do that. Well, I wouldn't unless it was extreme, like, you know, unless it was really, they were really taking the piss, like, because Mm -hmm. at the same time, you don't know someone's details, like, you don't know, you might think they're going to work all the time, but... Well, well, that's fine, but I mean, you're not doing anything wrong by reporting them. It's up to them, to the revenue or social welfare to investigate it. I don't think it's your business to report them because it's their doctor to keep an eye on them. If they can work, the doctor will tell But it is your business. It is your business. No, their doctor will tell the... Uh, welfare, if they no, they won't. No, they like won't. That. no, they won't. No, well, they won't. They should. Like, I think they should, but, but they don't. <laughs> no, and you're saying well, it's not. Know, well, but hang on. You're saying it's not your business to report people. I don't think it is. It is. Yeah, I don't think it it's is. All, it's everybody's it business. Extreme, like unless it's extreme, because I I think it's a little bit um, bad form, like to like a snitch. Yeah, I do think so. It's a, it's a bit bad form, like if if someone's like. You know, because the government takes so much of us. Like, if if someone's trying to get a little bit of work and a little bit of uh, welfare, who cares? Like, it's not your business. You know what I mean? Like, it's they the government takes so much of all of us. I know, and you know why they take so much off all of us to no, pay that it's not bill? Because of that, no. Well, it is. It is because of that. It's That's not part of it. That. There's other it taxes is. besides that. For every hundred euro you pay in tax, a third of it goes on social welfare. So you take a hundred euro note out, or two fifties, thirty three of that is going to welfare. Yeah, and but that's but maybe ten percent of that is going on fraud. For, that's not just for that. That's for all welfare. But it includes for, fraud. There is a large element of fraud. Some estimates have it at ten percent. Others at five percent. That's hundreds of millions of euro. That would pay for the jobs of maybe ten thousand extra guardi, or cut waiting less than half, or nurses, or whatever. It is a lot of money when you not each individual, but when you add it up, it is a lot of money. Yeah, but how are you going to decide which ones to take it off? Like, you know, you take it off those who are actually... claiming it fraudulently. That's what Pardon? the investigators are there for. You can you can um, submit a report. It's anonymous. They will investigate, yeah, and if they find you know someone, you're right. Like you, you're just. But you, but, yeah, but you, you don't know. Okay, let's say you don't. You're not. You're not sure. Let's say Mary down the road, and she has John or living with him, and you know they're not married, and you know she's claiming a single mother's allowance, and she's getting a house off the state. He's working on the side because somebody collects him from working a painter's uniform every morning, and they're off on holidays every three or four weeks. And you think to yourself, they're scamming the system, right? You then report it. It's up to revenue, and it's up to the social welfare then to investigate it. If there's nothing wrong, being, no wrong being done, well then nothing will happen to them. They'll investigate. It's not your job to investigate it, but you do have a civic duty, the point that Steve was making, so. to report you, you it. You said yourself now, you didn't... I know, I right. know, I'm being a hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> can, can, yeah, can I just say, in relation to um, disability allowance, and from my experience of working people with people on an individual level, that the departments of the disability allowance section are quite thorough 
in investigating people for the claim. And, and the main rule is that the person has either been incapable of work due to the disability for 12 months or is likely to be incapable of work mm-hmm. for 12 months. That's not to say that people don't fraud the system that the, and people don't fall through the cracks. But from my experience... Well, how, how in the UK, which I'm sure they have a similar system to ours, how was it yeah. when they did the recall, they figured that half the people in disability um, were actually capable of working? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know anything about because, the UK, to be can honest. Can I say one thing I know about that? I know about one thing in the UK, that if you don't take your medication, even if you're schizophrenic, you don't get your disability, so they say you're not disabled. Right, so okay. they have all sorts of tricks over there to not give you your money, like... But um, maybe we should employ your money if it's fraudulent. It's, it's not your money. Yeah. That, that, that highlights the attitude: my money or their money. It's not if it's fraudulent. It's our money. It's the taxpayer. No, no, I'm not saying it's fraudulent. But I'm saying they're not taking their medication and they're schizophrenic, so they don't give them their money. So I'm not saying it's fraudulent. No, he's just saying about the language we use: their money. Mm. It's our money. It's taxpayers' money. Yeah, so. but it's their money because they deserve it. They're disabled. Right, okay. If they're genuine, yes, that's the point. And yeah, if they're not genuine, genuine they're I'm not entitled. Genuine. And, and by the way, can I just say, if somebody's genuinely disabled, they deserve more than we actually give them. But And there would be more money in the pot to give them if we didn't have the fraudulent claims. Listen, lads, ladies, thank you very much indeed. I appreciate it. I have to move on. Loads and loads of texts coming in, by the way, in relation to that one. Somebody says, I was recently refused disability, even though I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia and depression. Uh, there are uh, two disabilities, obviously, which are um, diagnosed from, um, I suppose... A point of view of you describe your symptoms to a doctor. There's no blood tests for them as such. Uh, I've had two major back surgeries and I survived cancer. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, if you have serious, obviously the ongoing symptoms of cancer or you have some sort of disability from your cancer, you should obviously get disability allowance. But if you've survived cancer and you're well again and in remission, well then I suppose you shouldn't really have disability provided you're healthy and you're fit. Um, I don't know your personal circumstances. Um, all right, keep texting. Loads and loads of people texting in. Uh, somebody else mentioned that earlier on. I had cancer seven years ago. And thankfully, I'm in remission now, uh, but I can't get disability. Well, well, if you're in remission, why would you get disability? With the greatest respect to you, I'm delighted you survived cancer. Um, it's a great achievement to survive cancer, thankfully. And nowadays, we have modern medicine which helps to do that. But if you've survived it and you're in remission, and I'm assuming you're healthy again, why would you get disability allowance? You're not disabled. Disabled means that you're, you have a disability. You can't work. You physically can't work anymore because of your disability. Unless, sadly, your cancer left with some sort of disability um, or that's a symptom of your cancer, i.e. you lost a limb or something from your cancer. Well, then maybe I can understand. And another person says, final point. Um, thank you. I'm glad you're making it a final point for me. Excuse me. The person working and getting social, it's easy to sort. The person who employs that person is also commuting. I'm assuming you mean committing. Committing fraud. Paying he or she cash. It's rampant, says Pat. Well, it is, Pat, provided the business itself lends itself to getting cash. There are, that's becoming a lot more difficult, I imagine, to do for businesses because nowadays we live in a pretty much cashless society. It's very difficult nowadays, actually. You don't see that much cash. I don't actually use cash really at all. I think most people don't. They tap their cards and everything nowadays. So in saying that, Pat, I think it's becoming more difficult. Some businesses still use a lot of cash. Um, I've noticed a lot, like, for example, you go to a lot of takeaways. They won't take a card. They take cash. Because and anywhere, any business nowadays, by the way, because realistically, realistically, it doesn't cost much to have a merchant service. You as a merchant machine, you know, there's there's a small percentage of commission that you have to pay for the facility of having one, which means that you make more money in the long term because you you accept a card. But any business that doesn't accept a card, 
and doesn't accept a card payment, you know, a tap or whatever it happens to be, or a swipe or whatever it happens to be, um, and is only accepting cash, you can probably be sure there's money going to the side there in that business. Probably. I'm not all the, all the time, but I'm pretty sure you can probably be sure. There's only certain types of businesses do that nowadays. Only accept cash. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.